Hi, this is Nicole um, hosting a love letter to black women. I had to um, re-record an episode that I had um, published and then something happened with it and it was kind of messed up. So I'm going to attempt to do this again all in one recording. Um, but this was a recording that I had done um, to sort of commemorate um, Father's Day and Juneteenth all falling on this past Sunday. So this is going to be a little bit late, but it is um, the Juneteenth slash Father's Day episode. So I'm going to go ahead and jump in and um, thank you for listening. Thank you for even being bothered by just listening to this podcast because I know it's all over the place, unorganized and just um, completely amateur. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. So anyway, you know, happy Juneteenth. Um, I really um have been thinking a lot about how I came into this world on the backs literally of my ancestors and I really just appreciate all of the things that everyone before me sacrificed um all of my you know going back to my ancestors all the way up and up to you know my mother and the things that people have done for me so that I could be here sitting on this podcast right now, talking my shit, doing what I do and living this life. This was all because of the sacrifices um, that came before me by the people, um, you know, from my bloodline, from our bloodline as black people. Literally, I mean, blood, sweat, tears, everything life given just so we all could be here. So I'm super grateful um, for that. And so um, Juneteenth is always very special to me, especially as someone who is from Texas. So also it's Father's Day. Father's Day um, is also um, something that recently has become more important to me as I have become a mother with my partner and watching him be a dad to our daughter has been very um, healing for me, I guess. I think it's allowed me to see how things can play out um, for the next generation. Um, and while that doesn't change what my circumstances were, which I am going to get into a little bit in a second here, but um, it does mean a lot to me that my daughter has an active father me and him are in a relationship we are raising her together she wakes up to him every single day she wakes up to me every single day that is just so important to me because it's it's not a reality for all of us all right so i'm going to just jump into it this basically is an episode that's going to kind of revolve around um my experience um, having or not having a father um, because this is kind of what Father's Day has kind of made me think of so that's kind of what I'm going to talk about so anyway um, Father's Day is here and um, I have some notes with me um, just that I'm, I'm going to use so anyway a couple weeks ago um, my mother visited and 
with her, she brought an old photograph. And um, that photograph was of her and my father. Now, there was actually a stack of photographs. Uh, most of the photographs were of me as a baby. Um, and she, she brought those just to kind of, you know, um, kind of let me see how much my daughter looks like me, even though nobody ever says that. Everyone always says she looks like her dad. Everyone, everyone always just seems to think that little girls look like their fathers. And I would agree that that's probably, probably true for the most part. But, um, I do think that, um, my daughter looks like me in a lot of ways. And so some of those photographs were of me as a baby. Um, a couple were of my grandmother and then one of them was of my mom and my dad. And I was really moved by the picture of my mom and dad because I'd never seen it before. I'd never seen a picture of them before. I'd never even had a vision in my mind of what they looked like together. My parents broke up when I was a very young infant, uh, a three-month-old. I don't even know. Is that considered a newborn? I'm not sure. But they broke up very early in my life. Um, my mother actually said, you know, she left my father because she had a dream that he tried to kill her. And... As a very intuitive and dreamy Pisces, my mother, you know, felt very strongly that she needed to go. And I, I don't actually blame her from some of the things that she has shared with me about my dad. It doesn't sound like he was a partner that made her feel safe and secure and loved and supported. Um, it does sound like he was a dangerous person. Um, and so therein lies my sort of conflicted feelings about how um, how to feel about my dad. And so Father's Day for me has really never meant anything, honestly, to be honest. I, I mean, I've all my life, I've really just always kind of floated through these Sundays, just sort of ignoring it um, and allowing other people to enjoy it or to remember it or to have sad feelings about it. I've just sort of felt numb because what was I supposed to feel in regards to a father that one, I didn't really know for myself, but also one that what I did know of him sounded very toxic and dysfunctional, violent, all of these things. And so um, that has been sort of the struggle for me. Um, but that picture, seeing that picture of my parents really stirred up some emotions in me. I actually told my cousin um, when I um, told her that I had seen this this picture, I was like, man, I actually felt like crying looking at it because they look like two young happy people um young being sort of a funny word to use because you know my dad well no you don't know my dad was quite a few years older than my mother which is interesting because my partner is also several years older than me but um in the picture they just looked really on point and happy and together and um as far as i know that that is not as all that is not at all what their actual relationship was so that was um you know 
again, um, one of the things that makes me feel very conflicted about my feelings towards my father, it's this sort of longing for a father and longing for a connection to a man that helped bring me into this world, but also knowing that the man that he was, was not someone that I could have relied on and trusted and been safe with necessarily because he wasn't that for my mother. And so I really do struggle. Um, I don't know a lot about my dad. I, um, it's kind of weird. It's, it's, it's like what I imagine it feels like to be adopted in some way. And I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to, um, compare myself to someone who was adopted. I know that that's a very distinct experience and I don't want to take anything away from that. But what I feel about my dad feels like what I would imagine it might feel like if I had been adopted because my dad is sort of this just mystery figure in my life. Like I knew who he was, but I didn't know um, a lot about him. And... I really had to um, come to terms with that whenever I was growing up and sort of asking questions and trying to get information about who he was. It was always sort of, my questions were always sort of met with, oh, well, he really didn't talk about that or he really didn't share that with me. So I have no idea where he was from who his family was, what his life was like before I came along. Um, All of that is just completely a mystery to me. And it's very um, disheartening. And uh, I don't really know. It's it's tough just not really having um, anything to connect me to the person that uh, helped bring me into this world. And so I've had to really just accept that this isn't going to ever be an easy experience for me. Um, It's never going to be, you know, just a clear cut, you know, story. It's never going to be something that I easily understand. It's not going to be something that I can easily share because I don't even know what to share. I have nothing to share you know, um, I am a daughter of two people that I don't know, came together for some reason, had me, but one of those people um, in that relationship was not very forthcoming and didn't stick around long enough in my life for me to know much about, you know, what made him who he was. Um, my father died when I was 11, but but before he died, like I said earlier, my, my parents split up when I was three months old. So I never remember my parents being together. I never had that experience. And um, once I was older, I, I did spend a little bit of time with them here and there. I remember my dad would come up to my school sometimes when I was in elementary school. He would come up to my school in like these random um, you know, visits where he would come during lunch hour and he would come up there and um, he was older and, and people would make comments about it. Like they would see him and they'd be like, that's your dad. And I'd be like, yeah. And I'd feel some type of way about it. 
but you know I was so young and I was also very much unclear about who this person really really was that I think it was hard for me to own um, who he was to me so yeah I think um, what is all this kind of meant for me I guess it's just kind of meant that I have um, really I think sometimes when people think about um, or talk about, you know, what some young women, girls are like from the experience of not having a father, they, they mostly emphasize this idea that they went on in life looking for their father and other men or boys. That was definitely not me. I grew up and I was very much clear on the fact that I could take care of me and that I, did, I didn't need anyone. And boys and men for me were not uh, a means to an end. You know, I definitely attempted to find love and to find partnership, especially because I thought that that's what I was supposed to do. But I don't think that I ever really looked at a man or a boy and thought that this is a completion of a picture, a story, a life, a love. I never felt that way. Um, Men for me were very much a take it or leave it kind of thing and I think that's just from not having that experience of having someone that can take care of you I mean I watched my mother do all kinds of things when I was growing up um I remember being like you know unable to you know buy a a new car and so buying used cars and they would the cars would have trouble and be broken down and like my mom would be under that hood tinkering with it and I'd be right there with her trying to figure out what was going on with it and she would figure it out in some some kind of way and get that car running so that I could go to work or whatever it was like that's how I grew up I grew up with a mother that really was able to push me through and and keep me going um despite whatever her her limited resources were or what she was feeling or how she wanted to be spending her time she was always kind of able to just get keep me going and so for me I mean I kind of thought as men is kind of disposable like I don't even think you really need a man because they don't they're doing nothing over here in my world so um, that's certainly something that I I realize now is is one of the kind of downfalls is that I've come into my adulthood, I've come into my womanhood, believing that I don't need a man. And I guess I don't, right? But if you're talking about building a life and a family with someone, which I am currently in my life, I have a child, I have a man in my life that I deeply love and that I have loved for a while now and there was a time when I didn't know what was going to happen with us and if we were even going to have a life together and here we are having a really big life together and um, I didn't realize that that this could happen for me because I didn't realize that men could could be capable of this kind of thing this this sort of building and living together and having this experience of choosing each other 
even when there's other options, other people, other lives, other paths or whatever. And so I'm really having to come to terms with the fact that I don't know how to be with someone because I've never known. I don't know how to be with a man, I should say. Right. I don't know how to deeply connect with a man the way that I really want to because there's a part of me that doesn't believe that it really works or that it lasts or that it happens the way that it's supposed to and so anyway um that has sort of been what I've been growing through um over the last few years and I'm getting a lot better at it I would say that I'm in a place now where I'm I'm recognizing those limitations that I have And I am trying to give myself grace, first of all, because we are only what we have experienced. I only know what I know based on what I've been through. And that's the same for my partner, my man. And I have to give us grace so that we can, you know, be our best selves in this relationship. But um, I do know that a lot of times I'm unable to really be vulnerable with him allow him to help me, allow him to support me, allow him to see me in my most, you know, most rawest form because I don't know what that's like. I've never had a man be there in that way, starting with my father. So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of how I, um, have, you know, kind of experienced this, this life. And so, yeah, for me, Father's Day has been um, empty and not something that I could say I really resonated with. But today, these days, it means a lot more to me um, because of my daughter and how much she needs her father and she has a father Um, and she's not even two years old yet, but she's had a father longer than I did. Um, and, and that means a lot to me. So for any black woman that is out there that has not had the best experience of having a father or not having a father, or, you know, maybe you didn't know your father, maybe your father was, um, you know, missing, maybe he was around, but he wasn't emotionally available. Maybe he wasn't a provider. Maybe he wasn't supportive, whatever it was, whatever your story is related to your father. If you have those daddy issues, you know, my hope and prayer for us is to find the lesson and through the lesson to get the healing that we need and to be able to move forward in our lives knowing that whatever happened um, with our fathers, that it's not our fault, that we didn't do anything wrong. It's not because we're unworthy. It's not because we're not good enough. It's, it's because life is life and people, including our parents, um, can disappoint us and can fall short. Um, even though, you know, we think that they're not supposed to because they are our parents, they're actually just people they don't have all the answers they don't always know what they're doing they don't always have the power um 
yeah, they're just people. And um, when they fall short, it's not a reflection on necessarily how they feel about us or even how things are supposed to go for us. It's just life happening the way it's happening. It's it's a part of our journey. It's a part of our story. But um, if you can recognize that and then start to use the experience as a way to learn more about humanity and then also to learn to heal yourself, whether that's, you know, getting the therapy that you need, um, learning different ways to grow spiritually or whatever it is that, that could help you um, deal with your uh, past. I think that um, that's important and that's a, a big part of, of our, our stories um, as black women. And so um, that that's kind of my hope and my prayer is that we find the healing through the pain. Um, but I am going to wrap this up. I uh, apologize for this being later than I wanted it to be. This should have been up on Sunday, but thank you for listening. I will be back with another episode very, very soon. And um, yeah, uh, listen, uh, be ready to listen to more of my life story and experiences. And I'm glad that people want to listen to me as I go through this journey. Thanks.